Get a jump start on 2024 in a new Kia from Robert Brogdon's Olathe Kia. Shop their large selection, including the new Sorento, Nero, and Soul models. You'll score big with low prices, trade assist cash, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit OlatheKia.com. To add a whole new, rich, full-bodied flavor and aroma to your cookout. For flavor you can see, smell, and taste. New Kingsford Signature Flavors. Kingsford.com. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's be real. Retirement is expensive, and inflation is making it even harder with the cost of everything going up from pet food to a dozen eggs. Wouldn't it be great if the cost of your health care could go down? Well, MediShare 65 Plus is $99 a month for ages 65 to 74. And for many with Medicare Parts A and B, looking at other options, that's 50% or more saved per month. No gimmicks. It's $99 a month, and you can use any Medicare-approved doctor or facility, and you get 24-7 access to telehealth from the convenience of your home. Better yet, MediShare is a Christian nonprofit organization. It's a community that will pray for you and encourage you And since we've cut out the middleman, you get to keep the savings. Call now. You can learn more about MediShare 65 Plus. Here's the number. 844-SHARE-65. That's 844-SHARE-65. 844-SHARE-65. I'm Dr. Andrew Pomisano, a fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeon with Ascentis Healthcare. Ascentis now has orthopedic surgery and sports medicine. Myself and Drs. E.J. Wilkinson and Nick Aberly are available for all of your orthopedic needs. Come see our state-of-the-art clinics during our walk-in hours featuring same-day and next-day appointments, Monday through Friday in Leewood and on Parallel Parkway in Kansas City. Call 913-395-0294, 913-395-0294 to book your appointment at Ascentis Healthcare today. This is SportsCenter. Christine Lisi. Tiger Woods announced on social media he'll play in next week's Genesis Invitational, his first competitive rounds of this year. Woods has played in just one solo event since withdrawing from the 2023 Masters. Warriors and 76ers start off tonight's NBA doubleheader, 7.30 Eastern on ESPN. Then the Pelicans visit the Clippers. Big things could be on the way for West leading L.A., explains ESPN NBA reporter Brian Windhorst. When you go down and look at their guys all the way down to 7, 8, 9, They rebound, they defend, they share the ball, they play every game. And I like the Clippers to hold on to this number one seed if they're healthy. I like them to have home court advantage in their last every year at Crypto.com Arena. Ryan Windhorst on first take. Ohio State coach Ryan Day confirmed he's giving up offensive play calling for the 2024 season. He's been involved in with the Buckeyes play calling since 2017. Day did not have an update on the status of new offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien. He's one of the top candidates for the head coaching vacancy at Boston College and interviewed for that job yesterday along with four other candidates. Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Candy, coming up Thursday. The great Emmett Smith joins us at 9.15 to talk all things Super Bowl and another Cowboys failure. It's Unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. You're listening to The Pulse with Pat Strothman on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Small town, big dreams. What's up, Wichita? And what's up, Las Vegas? That is right. Day number three in Las Vegas. 
day number three here from Super Bowl 58 Radio Row in the big city of Las Vegas. Welcome into the Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. I'm Pat Stropman. Jack Johnson is producing. We don't have a lot of time here today because Vegas is a buzzing. Let me tell you about our Super Bowl 58 Radio Row coverage, though. It's made possible by Pinnacle Homes building your trust. Visit them at remodelerswichita.com. It is also presented to you by Davis Liquor Outlet. Neighborhood locations with superstore prices. Find a location at davisliquoroutlet.com. So, here's what we got for you today. We are loaded, man. Absolutely loaded. Lots of stuff going on here today. Andy Reid audio here before too long. We'll dive into that. We have the voice of the K-State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. We have uh, some one-on-one interviews from earlier today with Trent McDuffie, Rashi Rice, and other individuals as well. Chris Myers from Fox Sports is going to join us at 245. We have Rising and Falling in hour number two. We have Jeff Darlington, who covers the Chiefs for ESPN. Spoke to him earlier today. We'll have... That audio coming your way at 3.20 and then at 3.45. We will wrap things up with Sean Merriman, a lights out himself, going to join us live from Super Bowl 58 Radio Row. I have Jim McMahon here to my right, Jack Johnson. There are lots of stars coming out today. Your boy Baker Mayfield came on by. If you don't know who Ty Lebo is, Ty Lebo works for Sports Radio 810 WHB. Lebo gave him a horns down, and Baker did the same thing as well. I thought that was quite funny. But there are a lot of people here in Las Vegas. Man, the last two years being on Super Bowl Radio Rose, that was fun at all, but this is way, way different, man. Way, way different. All right, let's get to Andy Reid audio because we got a hustle. I know he spoke for about 15 minutes. We'll try to do about 10 minutes, and then we'll get the Wyatt Chiefs audio, or specifically Andy Reid audio, is brought to you by Schofield Honda. Find out why so many people are saying, I love my Schofield Honda. And brought to you by Sticks 96 Golf. Elevate your golf game from four to phenomenal. All right, let's hear from Big Red. Here's Andy Reid earlier today from the Chiefs Hotel. All right. Um, again, we get uh, to start the kind of normal week practice uh, today. This would be equivalent to a, to a Wednesday practice back home. So... Look forward to that. With that, time's yours. All right. We're having a little bit of technical difficulties with Andy Reid. Sometimes that is going to happen. I don't know. Maybe the... The bandwidth here in Vegas is impacting things back at the studio there for Jack Johnson. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I thought these last couple of years were were fun, and there are a lot of people for Radio Row. This is a way different feel, man, way different feel. You can sense that there's a buzz. I've talked to a lot of people who have been to Radio Rose in previous years. They've been to Radio Rose for over 10 years, and they – all agreed that this is a way different atmosphere. All right, here we go. Here's Andy Reid again. 
follow him. Hello, uh, good morning, Coach Reed. Morning. Uh, you have the opportunity of being on the ultra-modern facilities of the Las Vegas Riders. Is it the, the best um, condition you ever had to prepare for a Super Bowl? Um, I would say uh, yes. The, I think I understood the question. Preparation for this? Yeah, so it, it's great conditions. Uh, to prepare for uh, this game. Um, I think our guys have been focused in up to this point. So, and, and uh, the facilities are great. Right here to the left. Okay. Hey, Andy, um, at, at this point, hey, right here. Okay, good. Uh, at, at this point, Andy, where do you feel like Travis stands among the greatest tight ends in the history of the game? And, and do you think being the best ever at his position is something that motivates him. Yeah, so I think all these guys want to do the best they possibly can and uh, to play the best they possibly can. Um, and then I'd tell you Travis's numbers probably stand up for themselves. Uh, I would tell you that he has an opportunity to go down as uh, one of the best, if not the best, uh, tight ends to play. Does he spend a ton of time worrying about that? I don't think he does. He, every game he goes, you know, let's just go win. I mean, that's, that's kind of his thinking. And, um, and uh, however, he's competitive. And during crunch time, you know, he's going to be there for you um, and, and want the ball to, you know, to help out the team. Yeah. Yep, gotcha. Andy, there's been a lot of teams in various sports in your position where the players have talked about just it's so taxing to be in this championship or bust mode year after year after year mentally. How do you make sure that there's still joy for your players in the day-to-day -day and it doesn't become a thing where it's just trying to have the relief of winning? Yeah, listen, um, we try to have fun within the intensity of the game uh, during the week. Uh, there's a time to focus in and a time to mess around and, you know, I, I, they don't have to come in um, where they feel they're uptight into, into practice. Uh, I think some of that is we, uh, we keep it relatively consistent so they know what they're coming into every day. The times are the same. They know the drill that's coming up. They know when to, they can focus and need to focus and then they can also know when they can mess around and goof around with each other and kind of let their personality show. You know. We'll go back to back. Right? Coach, in the fall of 22, Todd Pinkston was coaching in high school, and now he's your running backs coach. What do you think he has brought to the running backs room, and was his background as a receiver helpful for guys like Isaiah Pacheco coming out of the backfield? Yeah, I think that, that does help um, as far as knowing how to run routes. They, they had Greg Lewis last year, so he was in that same, that, you know, he kind of came up through that same way. Um, Todd is, uh, Todd and Greg were different personality-wise, but um, their, their fundamentals were the same. And I, I think that's healthy for, for the running backs. Uh, Porter Hellett also works in there with Todd. Um, and so he could kind of carry over some of the things that, that we had last year um, and we're doing there um, with EB's influence and 
um, you know, Greg's. <clears throat> so I think all of that helped Todd. However, Todd came with, uh, he, he's always been, uh, and I saw this when he was a player, he was willing to teach the young guys uh, that were coming up below him, uh, the wide receiver, at the wide receiver position. And he just had a good way about him with that. And I always thought, man, this, he'd be like a really good football coach <laughs> if he ever chose to go that route. And then he did with the high, at the high school level. He's got a son that's a phenomenal player um, that's coming up through, and you know, going to college here, I believe next year. Um, so, um, but anyways, he, he's, a, he's a good teacher, yeah. And he stayed on the topic of assistant coaches and, and, uh, and moving up through the ranks. Um, how much is being in the Super Bowl year after year uh, affected this, you know, just coaches not being able to do that on your staff? Say that one more time. Well, just that, that was, with your yeah. season going so long, yeah. you know, it, yeah. how, how much is that a circumstance of coaches not being able to move up and out? Yeah, yeah. so um, I want to give them all an opportunity to continue to grow, whether it's on our staff or somewhere else. So um, sometimes when the season does go a little bit longer like this, uh, the other spots get filled up uh, on other teams. Um, which allows us to have continuity, and continuity is great. I mean, it's great for, for me, but from a selfish standpoint and for, for the team. But at the same time, I, I, I like, to, like to promote my guys to have an opportunity to do this thing. Sometimes this coaching can be short-lived in one spot. It's, uh, it's sometimes short-lived in the National Football League. So uh, if you have an opportunity to move up, I think that's a positive thing. Coach Reed. Uh Patrick Mahomes up for man of the year. What do you see from a guy who's able to do so much in the Kansas City community, family man, do the commercials, lead a team to the Super Bowl, and do it all with a passion? Yeah, he'd have my vote. Um, he, he's, uh, he's, a, he's a great one that way. Uh, always willing to give back uh, time. I mean, you know, there's only so much time in a day. He's going to exhaust that. He's great with kids. Great with his own kids. He's great, great with kids. Period. Um, so, and he's a good dad and husband. So that's a that makes him a pretty good man. Coach Contessa yes. Brewer with CNBC. Nice to see Hi. you. Yes. Can you give me a sense of the kind of conversations that you've had with your team and your staff around gambling ahead of the game in Las Vegas? Yeah. So the league, you know, the league does a great job with that. Uh, of talking to our guys. So we, we had um, the league security rep come in and talk to the guys right when we got here. I mean, literally when we got here. And um, that was part of the conversation that uh, was gambling. So um, he made it very clear, re reinstating the rules and regulations and temptations here, obviously, uh, in Las Vegas. So um, that, that was addressed, yes. All right, that is Andy Reid from earlier today from the Team Hotel. Andy Reid Audio brought to you by Schofield Honda. Find out why so many people are saying I love my Schofield Honda. And brought to you by Sticks 96 Golf. Elevate your golf game from four to phenomenal. I'm sure we'll have some other opportunities to listen to Andy Reid as things continue to roll along. It is day three from Las Vegas. And let me tell you, Wednesdays and Thursdays, they always pick up. And that is 
So true. Even more true today than the previous couple of Super Bowl radio rows that we have been a part of. So it's exciting. There is a, a big buzz in the air. And last night, the media party was incredible. And we'll tell you more about that, I'm sure, when I return from Las Vegas because I don't know if I'm going to have time to talk about it here today. Super Bowl 58. Radio Row coverage brought to you by Davis Liquor Outlets, neighborhood locations with superstore prices. Find a location at davisliquoroutlet.com and Pinnacle Homes, building your trust. Visit them at remodelerswichita.com. We'll have some more Chiefs audio in a moment. You'll hear from Trent McDuffie. I had a great one-on-one with Trent McDuffie and a quick one-on-one with Rashi Rice Later on this hour, too, we'll be joined by Chris Myers with Fox Sports. Up next, though, we'll go to the phones and visit with Wyatt Thompson, voice of the K-State Wildcats. You're tuned into The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Hello, this is Jeff from CBD American Shaman Derby. We can help you rediscover romance through natural elevation. Boost your endurance and satisfaction with our horny goat weed. It's our blue pill for him and her. Happy Valentine's Day. Life is better with the feather. Basketball fans, get ready. Sunrise Christian Academy, Visit Wichita, and the Wichita Sports Commission proudly present the second annual Air Capital Hoop Fest, February 15th and 16th at the Garvey Center on the Friends University campus. Brace yourselves for a showdown of epic proportions as four of the nation's top high school basketball teams face off. Teams in action include Sunrise Christian Academy, a local favorite, Link Academy from Missouri, Veritas Academy from California, and Wasatch Academy from Utah. Get your tickets today at visitwichita.com slash get dash tickets. Love is in the air, and Burnell's offers the finest gift for lovers. Hi, it's Nathan from Burnell's Fine Jewelry and Design. Let me tell you, jewelry always surpasses chocolate in sweetness and outlasts flowers by centuries. This year, skip the boring gift and surprise her with a thoughtful diamond ring, pearl earrings, or a gold necklace that will truly make her heart skip a beat. We have romantic gifts for under $500 so you can show the love without breaking the bank. Visit us on the northeast corner of Rock and Central or shop online at Burnell's.com. Because when it comes to love, only the finest will do. ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM is broadcasting live from Super Bowl Radio Row in Las Vegas. We'll be interviewing the biggest names in sports and entertainment, plus interviews with your favorite Kansas City Chiefs players and coaches. Super Bowl Radio Row coverage on ESPN Wichita is brought to you by Davis Liquor Outlet, neighborhood locations with superstore prices, and by Pinnacle Homes, building your trust. Visit them at RemodelersWichita.com. Her telephone rang about a quarter to nine. She heard his voice only... Well, all week long, we're focusing on Las Vegas. Jack Johnson plays some great tunes involving the city of Las Vegas. This was a little bit different, and that's because... We do have to break away from our Super Bowl 58 Radio Row coverage and talk to uh, this guy after a monster win on Monday night. It's the voice of the K-State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. He's brought to you by CBD American Shaman Derby. Hey, when I return from Vegas, I'm going to be there next Tuesday. So come on out. We're going to be out that way. If you're struggling with pain, anxiety, or sleep, explore the benefits of the highest quality hemp oil at CBD American Shaman Derby. Swing by to see Jeff and the gang at 200 North Baltimore. CBD American Shaman Derby. Life is better with the feather. Hello, Wyatt. How are you? 
Well, I'm very, very well, and I'm assuming you are too, being in Las Vegas and getting ready for the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, it's great, and it is way more chaotic than the previous two years combined. It's like Las Vegas <laughs> invites stars or something. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's an amazing thing for them to be there four times in five years, right? Man, it is incredible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is incredible. Just absolutely incredible. And you're right. Like, we're very fortunate to be here. And and that's something that you always got to think about when you come out this way. You might be sleep-deprived, but that's all right. It's all for sure. a good reason. And I don't even know if you even slept after Monday. You might have just stayed up the entire time basking in a, in a win that Case they had against the Rival Kansas Jayhawks in overtime. Over Tang strikes again, 11-0 now for Jerome Tang in overtime, which is still just incredible. I cannot get over that. But, hey, we I had a chance to watch the second half and watch the finish and watch overtime. K-State once again has shown when it comes down to it, when you need a bucket or you need a big play, K-State seems to find a way to make those plays. Your thoughts on what you saw on Monday night? Well, it is remarkable to be 6-0 and in overtime this year um, through the ups and downs and 11-0 and with Tang in the last two. Uh, it, it, it's hard to put that into a proper perspective. It's, it's so extraordinarily good. I think what I would tell you that sticks out for me up and above and beyond the fact that you, you you beat the fourth-ranked team in the country in your state rival is that, you know, going in, I don't know that anybody really felt like K-State was doing enough in a four-game slide to, you know, even, you know, can they put 40 minutes together to even be in a position to win the game? And fortunately for K-State, they did that. I, I was extremely excited about the fact that 10 minutes into the game, they're in it. Um, excited about how they rebounded. Uh, excited about Tyler Perry's second half in overtime. Uh, they, they'd only played seven guys, but I, I think the stretches of poor play were quite a bit smaller for the most part. So there were, there were a lot of good things. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I mean, there there are a ton of good things that really highlight yeah. from from that game. Let, you brought up Tyler Perry, so I feel like we do have to dive a little bit deeper into Tyler Perry. First half was quiet, but in the second half, when the lights turn on, when the lights are the brightest, he finds ways to make plays, and one of those being a double-clutch layup around the rim. I don't know how he did it. You contorted his body and found a way to get that layup. And then... He had a bucket to where he challenged Hunter Dickinson to where he got a tap. In. That's a rebound. That is Tyler Perry going up against a seven-footer and Hunter Dickinson. And I don't know. I just look at Tyler Perry and go, maybe, Tyler Perry, maybe this is when the you turn the corner and now you're officially comfortable and, and this is what's going to truly spark him going forward. Do you get that feeling? Oh, for sure. You know, he did not do that much in the in the first half, but we've seen that a lot this year, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know in all the years that I've done this, Pat, I've seen a media relations person put the kind of note like that that Tom Gilbert has done into the K-State notes. I, I um, <laughs> this, this was before the KU game, but, I mean, he's got just a few of the games pointing out, you know, had, had 16 against USC, uh, in the second half, 16 of his 22. 
15 of 18, 16 of 22, you know, 20 and 7 in overtime. You know, just, I mean, I could go down and list four or five more games. He just continues to do it. I, I don't know how to explain that one either, honestly, but he was so special in the second half, and you mentioned a couple of those plays. Uh, I was as amazed by the twisting play with, with Dickinson as any, but, but also with that, that tip, that was an extraordinary thing. I mean, he, he just, you know, guys that are five eight five nine aren't necessarily supposed to do that right under the goal and against that kind of competition. It's just the way it works. What else can you say about Cam Carter? A double-double. Uh, isn't this like typical K-State where there's a senior that seems to just, you know, who's paid his dues and then has a big senior game against Kansas? I, I feel like that is the recipe, right, for K-State uh, against KU. There's always a senior that – has paid his dues, and, and they have a, a heck of a game. And I I felt like Cam Carter felt that billing again on, on Monday night. Well, Cam's been um, really, really consistent uh, for K-State for the most part all year long. I, I think if you judge fairly, he's probably been the single most consistent guy uh, all the way through on both ends of the floor and, and in everything he does. I did notice the other night in watching another Big 12 game that they finally put him on a list of, you know, one of the most improved players in the league. And I've, I have felt like he's uh, deserved to be on there all season long. Um, so he's starting to kind of get some of the recognition that I think he deserves because he's made a big jump, no doubt, from, from last year to this year. And he's been, you know, really pretty consistent with it, too. I, I, I know all coaches respect you know, how hard he plays and all of the things he does. But, hey, we all love that consistency, right? That's what it's all about. Oh, well, I didn't have to worry about the students storming the floor, but I think that's also another Jerome Tang thing. You said you get one for free, and now the standard yeah. is we're not going to storm the floor. So your thoughts on not seeing a, a court storming in a moment like that, I guess it just kind of speaks to Jerome Tang and the type of – a program that he's building, the type of culture that he's building there, not only in the basketball program, but also just on campus. Well, I think that's really well said because I, I think, you know, he's been so involved, and I've said this many times in the last couple of years, he's been so involved with, you know, the, the donor base, with the fan base, with the students here. Um, and they have responded to him in, in so many ways. And it isn't just coming to the games and him running in there, you know, and, you know, doing the Wabash or whatever, you know, like, like after the game the other night. I mean, he has taken time to go, you know, around campus and be involved when, with, with, with other things. And I, so I think he has, like I like to say, some skin in the game there. And they reacted to it. I mean, I, I looked to my left at one point. as I saw the students starting to come down, and I thought, well, I hope they don't do that. And I looked to my left, and he and Jareem Dowling are both, you know, with their palms up saying, nope, don't do it, don't do it. And they didn't do it. Uh, so so they've, had a, they've had a real effect on the fan base and especially the student section. All right, let's, let's talk about the game coming up this weekend. You're going to go to Provo. Right, let's just talk about that. You excited about that, the fact that you're going to go to Provo? Well, you know, I used to go there quite a bit in my previous life, as I like to say. I spent 13 <laughs> years true. at CSU and yeah. was, was there a lot. 
Uh, but I, you know what I am excited about is is uh, you know our our fans to get to experience that too. I know K State and BYU and once upon a time played in a bowl game, but but uh, Provo is a very interesting place. It's a very picturesque setting for football. We go there next year. I think there are a lot of people already you know hoping and planning to try to go. Um, but from a basketball perspective, I think what they will see is a really uh, engaged fan base that the Marriott Center is not quite 18,000, but they more times than not are pretty close to capacity, if not sold out. Um, they have good basketball tradition there. Um, and I, I really have to be honest and say to you that I like their team this year. They have some depth. They really shoot the ball quite well, uh, and they're just smart. I mean, they're more veteran than, than you might think, and, and um, uh, they'll, they'll be a hard out there because they play so smart. They share and pass the ball really, really well. They make 12 threes a game, but they got a couple of big guys that can play. Uh, this will be a challenge for K-State, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it to see if they can build on what they did on Monday night, and I think we all are hopeful they can, you know, take that and, and build on it and, you know, just be a little bit more consistent in their play in that back half of the conference season. I think that's certainly the goal. And lastly, I do have to issue a public apology. I sent Wyatt Thompson a picture of Felix Inudike Uzama while he was <laughs> doing the game. I didn't. I forgot about the time. So I do have to issue a public apology to one Wyatt Thompson. But I also sent that picture to Matt Walters. Uh, I knew that you yeah. guys would appreciate that. FAU, I hope he will see the, the amount of reps he's going to get this weekend. But what a great guy to talk to. I, I, would, I came away super impressed. And he seems like he's ready for the opportunity. He understands that this is the biggest game of his life because not only is it the Super Bowl, but this is – but this is his moment with Charles and Menhue being down. So public yeah. apology issue to Wyatt Thompson because uh, well, you, I, I completely you, forgot. <laughs> you, you don't actually owe me any kind of an apology. As a matter of fact, I very much appreciated the, uh, the picture, um, and it made me smile on a night of a lot of smiles, actually, because, um, you know, I think we're all very proud of Felix and, and Echo Boydo, for that matter, for what they're doing yeah. and several other guys and for – for uh, for Felix to be able to you know have an opportunity to be a part of this on Sunday is really really neat for him. Um, I hope he does well. The men who had been playing so well, so there'll, there'll be some pressure on him there. But hey, it's the Super Bowl. There's pressure everywhere, right? Always. Um, I'm, I'm tickled for him, man. I'm, I I hope he plays well. And Echo Boydo, he was made available in the media members today. I hope. He's going to be made available tomorrow because I'll try to snag him. So yeah. uh, I'm hoping forward to doing that, and then I'll send you another picture knowing that you don't have to broadcast until Saturday. So I'll send that one a little <laughs> earlier. Wyatt, thank you so much for your time. You have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again soon. You got it. Enjoy it, buddy. Best of luck. Voice of the K-State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. He's brought to you by CBD American Shaman Derby. Later on this hour, Fox Sports Chris Myers will be a part of the show. But up next, we got to get into some of the audio that we grabbed earlier today. Trent McDuffie, Rasheed Rice. I think you'll enjoy these interviews. Next, here on The Pulse, broadcasting from Super Bowl 58 Radio Room. 
the heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Natalia, solid dismount, but that little pause is a deduction. Top tumblers hope to stick the landing with Coach Jasmine. That aerial sequence still needs work. She needs more certified athletic trainers to find her balance. Focus, I'm going to need you for the all-around. Wait, who's spotting the vault? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Beware of the fog. You're a swish from the right wing. The Kansas Jayhawks hit the hardwood every game right here. Wow, what ball movement. They share it and they throw it down. There's nothing like Kansas basketball. A big time thundering slam. Be a part of the journey all season long on your home for Kansas Jayhawk basketball. Saturday, the Jayhawks return home to take on Baylor. Coverage begins at 5 on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. In the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-384-9393. That's 800-384-9393. 800-384-9393. Don't be a baby. Remember what you told Shut up and put your money where your mouth is. That's what you get for waking That's more like it. That is much more like it. Welcome back into the Pulse, broadcasting from Super Bowl 58's Radio Row. Our Super Bowl Radio Row coverage is made possible by Davis Liquor Outlet. Neighborhood locations with superstore prices. Find a location at davisliquoroutlet.com. And Pinnacle Homes, building your trust. Visit them at remodelerswichita.com. I had a chance to talk to five Chiefs players today, one-on-one interviews, and I don't think we're going to get to all of them here today, but that's because we have other stuff lined up. But I enjoyed every second from today. Tuesday's fine, but everyone's at the podium. It's a way different feel. Opening night, not bad. Don't get me wrong. But when it's Wednesday and Thursday leading up to the Super Bowl, that's when you sit down and you get the chance to actually talk to them one-on-one for about five minutes, maybe even ten. And these guys are so focused. Trent McDuffie is one of those guys who was a rookie last year out of Washington. Let's hear from Trent McDuffie from earlier today. We talked about everything. Here is Trent McDuffie. Hi, Trent. Well, here we are just a couple days away from Super Bowl 58. Last year you got a chance to experience it as a rookie this year you're experiencing it as a second-year player. What are some of the major differences about this year compared to last season for you going into a Super Bowl? Yeah, um, I think more just a comfortability thing, you know, understanding what it's going to be like once you get out here, you know, with the media, with the scheduling, and just 
trying to find those times to kind of just keep them everyday things, you know, the same. Um, and then just the comfortability in terms of just knowing the defense, you know, knowing what Spags wants um, and just the confidence going into the playoffs, going into the Super Bowl. Um, there's just so much more compared to last year. Do you feel like it's going to be a little slower for you this time around compared to last season? I mean, come on, as a rookie, your head's got to be spending a little bit in the Super Bowl, right? No, nah, that's facts. That's facts. I remember last year, shoot, head was spinning. It felt like the whole time when I got to the Super Bowl, I was like, you know what? No more thinking, bro. Just go out there and play and let it hang loose. And so coming into this year, I mean, shoot, being able to play a whole season, being able to go through the playoffs, uh, the game definitely slowed down. So it's been um, – a lot, I would say, more humbling getting to this moment just because I worked so much throughout the season that finally getting back here again for the second year is impressive. I was just going to ask you about last year and how things played out because you had to go on IR because of the hamstring injury. and I bet you it was killing you because hamstring injuries, you want to come back. You feel like you're probably 100%, but at the same time, if you go out there and make it worse, and you know there's a season. So... The fact that they kind of slow played it a little bit, I'm sure it was very beneficial last year. This year, just getting a chance to be available for the entire season, just how great was that for you? Man, that was everything. I mean, I'm one of those guys that consistency is a really big thing for me. And being able to go out there week in, week out, have my brothers trust me that I'm going to be out there. And also just being one of those guys that people lean on. You know, Coach Spags had to lean on me a lot this year and gave me a lot more responsibility. So... Being able to have my body healthy um, allowed for me mentally to just be clear, um, be confident, and just trust the process. All right, got to ask about Spags. I don't see it in Spags We Trust t-shirt. Not right now, but I know they're incredibly popular. It says a lot about him as a coach, more, more so as a person, I would, I would say, rather than just being a coach. What makes Spags so likable and such a joy to play for yeah um i would say it's tough love you know he's one of those coaches that when you're messing up he's gonna get on you for sure you know he's gonna let it be known he's gonna want to correct you but it all comes from a place of love you know like he's not gonna yell at you just to yell at you like he's yelling at you because he wants you to be better he wants you to be able to help this team out win and do the little things that he's been coaching forever you know so when you have someone who knows the ball or knows the ball game and has seen a lot of things and seen a lot of players come and go and being able to lean on him and be like, yo, coach, like, I remember last year after the Super Bowl, it was like, what do I need to do? You know, like, how can I help more? And he was just like, focus on this, this, and this and come back and you'll be good. So um, someone who's just, I feel like, is like a father figure to us, you know. Uh, it's someone that I always say when you wake up on Sundays and no matter what it is, you can look to the sideline and be like, at least we got Coach Spags. Like, that's something that at least I know I can play for. I want to go back to that AFC championship game. How many times have you watched LeJarrius Needs punch out at the goal line? How many times have you watched that now? I watched it a few times, and the funniest part about that was we were in man cover, so, you know, I was guarding my man, and when it happened, you seen, like, I stopped. I was like, oh, he dove in the end zone. I just seen the ball on the ground, and I was just like – because of Coach Spags, because it's just instincts. We've always been taught, like, ball on the ground, just jump on it. So I remember I jumped on it, and I'm just sitting there. I know Mike Edwards was there. I was like, Mike, like, what up, bro? Like, what you doing out here? You know, like, totally joking around, not even understanding what just happened. And then it finally took me until I got up and, like, the refs, and I was like, hold on, bro, what just happened here? Um, but it just goes to show just how much LJ 
can lock in in times like that and just how great of a player he is. Well, in addition to LJ, you got some others out there as well. Last year, one of the storylines going to the Super Bowl was just how young the secondary was. That ain't a storyline this year. Maybe there's some people on the outside looking in, looking at second-year players. But this year, it doesn't have that feeling because of the experience. What do you make of the, the group as a whole with Legereus, you? I mean, heck, Deion Bush subs in whenever Mike goes down. And here he is getting an interception. So, like, I think that's pretty remarkable. So just your thoughts on the, the secondary unit as a whole. Yeah. Um, man, I always talk about this secondary as being young but mature in the sense of, like you said, we have, I could probably name 11, 12 players in that room that at any point, no matter what, can step in and the defense will continue to roll. And that's tough, you know, especially in Spags defense with young guys. I mean, shoot, against the Buffalo Bills this year, I went down for a few plays and Nick Jones, rookie, came in and nothing changed. And the same defense made plays. And so um, the relationships we built, like, the attitude that this defensive back team has, I feel like has built up from last year. You know, we went through the ringer last year, especially as rookies, five rookies who lights were bright, you know, we're thrown in the fire. Like, we had our mistakes, and we truly learned from them. And so coming into this year, having guys like Jay Reed, LJ, guys that are vets who know how it is, but also just instill this dog mentality. Like, you only get one opportunity. You only get one chance to play and enjoy this game and so everybody I felt like bought into that and man it's been so much fun playing with these guys all right my last one we do got to talk a little bit about the 49ers watching film what do you see from the 49ers and the challenges that they present this weekend man everybody knows they're a dynamic group I mean I always say they got a running back that can play receiver a receiver that can play running back um Greg Jennings is a hell of a receiver Brandon IU I mean the tight ends are great like this is a complete offense, and I feel like over this year, we've had our battles with great offenses, top-tier offenses, and so coming into this game, I think it just goes back to basics. You know, when the, when the game is on the line at the highest of highest levels, it always goes back to just simplifying things. You know, just do your job at a high level and let everything else just play out. Trey McDuffie playing at a very, very high level, you know, he's also playing well. Rasheed Rice. I also caught up with the rookie wide receiver. Here is Rasheed Rice ahead of his first ever Super Bowl. Hi, Rasheed. Here you are in your first season as a rookie, getting ready to play in a Super Bowl. What's going through your mind right now? Um, to not, you know, get too excited before Sunday gets here. That's kind of why I just been, you know, real calm, and my answers has haven't been too crazy because. The more I talk about it, the more excited I'm going to get. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. What are some of the other guys telling you, like, leading up to this? Like, Patrick and all of them who have been in this moment many different times. What are some of the things that they're saying to you throughout throughout this week? Honestly, um, they, they don't really have to say much. Um, they know I'm here to work. They know I'm here to show up as much as they are. Um, I know I'm a rookie, but, you know, I don't really move around like a rookie or anything like that. And... You know, as long as Pat believes in my, in my play and, you know, what I do in practice, how I show up every day, then we don't really have to worry about, you know, preparing for Sunday when Sunday comes. Let's go back to training camp. Fast forward to now. How different of a player are you? How much better are you? Uh, I'm a lot better. Uh, I haven't, you know, reached my full potential yet, but uh, from that day to now, you know, I'm in shape. You know, I'm, I'm, 
I'm learning the defense. I got good timing with Pat, and you know I'm just a lot more confident in my game. Everyone keeps saying Andy Reid, you know, with rookie wide receivers, it's it's so hard. How true is that on a scale of one to ten? I mean, look, this is just your first year and your first team, so not that you can speak on all the other coaches in the NFL, but truly, how difficult is it to play for Andy Reid as a as a rookie wide receiver? Um, honestly, it, it's pretty difficult. Um, only thing I would say is that you can't really let you know uh, your job or you know the love of the game overwhelm you. So you got to figure out a way to you know equally like balance your life and football and you know as much as you love the game is as good as you're going to get well we take a look at the other guys in this wide receiver core this wide receiver unit i mean throughout the season and hearing a lot of stuff from the outside and people criticizing but here are playing for a super bowl what's it been like working with this group with this unit uh it's been great working with this group uh just because you know they won a super bowl last year obviously but they came back um, first day of training camp again with those guys. It was like the intensity was crazy. They were still coming off of you know a championship. So I basically had to find a way to get in the groove, the same groove that they were in, just because I had to you know find the energy and find you know everything I had to figure out and learn to basically catch up to everybody else. What was the biggest adjustment? Just catching balls from Patrick Mahomes because the guy could do. So many great things, and he can certainly make wide receivers look good, but you got to adjust to your quarterback. So what was the biggest adjustment to Patrick Mahomes? I would say the biggest adjustment to Pat is um, being able to, to, you know, to read the defense as far as, you know, when they're going to blitz or, or go in, like, man coverage because, you know, depending on what Pat sees, you know, he, he just wants you to hurry up and get open. And that, that's probably one of the, the hardest things for me to have, have had learned because – at the time, I was still learning the playbook, and I wasn't ready to, you know, if I'm running a fade or running a hitch, to be able to pay up and convert on the fly. But, you know, now I'm getting that down. Rasheed Rice, who is in his rookie season, set to uh, play for a Super Bowl coming up on uh, Sunday. Pretty remarkable stuff there. I appreciate the answer from, from him at the very end there because, let's be real, you got to adjust, man. It's what you got to do. You got to adjust to different quarterbacks, and you have to adjust to a guy like Patrick Mahomes because the guy is awfully, awfully good. Awfully, awfully good. Okay, Jack Johnson, let us take a break because we have Chris Myers from Fox Sports who's going to be joining us live from Super Bowl 58 Radio Row. Our coverage presented to you by Davis Liquor Outlets, neighborhood locations with superstar prices. Find a location at davislookeroutlet.com. And Pinnacle Homes, building your trust. Visit them at remodelerswichita.com. Chris Myers, next here from Las Vegas. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is now live. The official sports book of ESPN features daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN shows and personalities like me. New users get $100 in bonus bets after making any sports book bet. Download the ESPN Bet app to sign up today. I'll see you there. ESPN Bet. What a play. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Kansas Speedway. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Wendy's homestyle French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Hello, this is Jeff from CBD American Shaman Derby. We can help you rediscover romance through natural elevation. Boost your endurance and satisfaction with our horny goat weed. It's our blue pill for him and her. Happy Valentine's Day. Life is better with the feather. Wichita's home for Chiefs coverage. ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. The Kansas City Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl. I know it's Vegas, and it's a lot of fun, but for us, it's, it's a business trip in, in the true sense, and we're going there to play a football game and, and try to find our way to win it. Coach Reed just challenging every single person in this building to up the ante just one more step. When you want the latest on your favorite teams, tune into Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. We continue the broadcast live from Super Bowl 58 Radio Row in Las Vegas. Lots of Las Vegas tunes that we have coming back, and rightfully so. And a guy who has seen a lot of football, but he's also seen a lot of everything, from the Masters to the Triple Crown to the Olympics. He's done it all. Chris Myers from Fox Sports joining us here from Las Vegas. Chris, thanks for coming on by. How's it, how's it going? Good, good. Great to be here, and uh, thanks for uh, having me on to talk. Uh, you guys are here again. It's yeah, amazing. It's ama- for the fourth time in the last five years, put that into perspective of how crazy that is. Remember how long it was in between all those home- Hopeful opportunities and quarterback shufflings, and uh, it, but it, it, I, I got to say that uh, the Hunt family and the organization has always been classy, and uh, which you know we, they named the Super Bowl. At least uh, Lamar Hunt uh, got credit for that. So if any franchise is deserving of, of being there and handling uh, the success with class, they have. And of course, Andy Reid and Mahomes have shown that uh, out in front of everybody. Well, here this year, a lot of Chiefs fans were doubting if this team was good enough to make it to the Super Bowl, and they get to the postseason. They beat Miami in frigid temperatures. They go to Buffalo, and Bills fans are thinking, hey, this is our year, and Chiefs rip their hearts out, and then it's on the Baltimore, and Lamar Jackson and them are thinking, hey, this is our year, and here's Patrick Mahomes, who manages the game perfectly. The defense has just been stellar this year, and now they're playing for a Super Bowl. Your thoughts on what you've seen from for the Chiefs this season that's been, you know, compared, you know, previous years. Everyone keeps thinking this is the worst team for Patrick Mahomes, but once again, they're here in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I'm with you. There was a lot of doubt, and I, I think it just happens after, you, after you're so successful. Uh, you know, it's tougher to stay on top of the mountain than to get there, and, and yet they keep getting there. So after that Cincinnati wrinkle in, in, in where the Chiefs' uh, Super Bowl plans were affected, I think people, oh, okay, here we go. There's no dynasty. You know, they're, they're coming apart. I, I, say, I had some doubts, too. I mean, I, I really thought that Buffalo-Miami, those teams, would be able to maybe keep Kansas City from getting to the Super Bowl. So I, I, I can see even if chief even even if the most loyal chief fans were at least hesitant uh, this team my overview observation and it's it, of course Mahomes is the best quarterback in the game and in this era, uh, but uh, the defense has been the story, and and it's it's rare to see the Chiefs in the regular season kind of stumble like they did. But I I gotta say I've grown with each game. And, you know they trying to find a problem. They got to win on the road. Mahomes on the road, no problem. I mean 
mean, you know, they were tough games, but they handled it. They controlled it. And i got to give Mahomes credit, too, for a a controlled passing game, doing his thing, not having the receivers that we all talked about for the last few years. It's frustrating for a guy who can, you know, heave it deep uh, to to have to adjust to that. So he's done his part. But the defense and how flexible, malleable, I think think they've been to adjust to whatever. Hey, so Buffalo wants to run the ball on us. Great. But they're not going to. They're not going to light us up with a lot of points, at least not more than we're going to be able to, to have. And that was probably their their, their most uh, difficult challenge, where they were hanging on the ropes, and yet they were able to uh, to come through. So I, I'm a, I'm impressed. And, and I remember covering some of the Laker teams during the years when their dynasty and they changed personnel. And Phil Jackson, who came over from Chicago, said, "Look, there, you know, there's different ways to win a championship. Sometimes you, the regular season, and I got to let the guys not coast, but handle the regular. There's going to be some losses, don't have the record. As long as we get in and are in healthy." position and maybe that happens a little bit whether that's a plan or not it keeps the energy up for the team and it keeps hey people are doubting us that gives them something to to hang on hey we're underdogs even if it's two points <laughs> whatever it's i know they say hey we don't listen to those things <laughs> believe me they'll use them whenever it is in their favor and so whatever they've done i mean obviously when you have Mahomes, uh you're ahead of the game but i gotta say this defense and again pacheco's done done his part yeah. and the receivers are another story but uh that's where my doubt comes in in a game like this uh, and i and i remember Remember what happened in the Tampa uh, Buccaneers matchup with, with the Chiefs too. So having covered some some Super Bowls in the past, but I sure. I'm almost more impressed with a team that that looked like they didn't have it and did and aren't winning with their what was their strength, the offense. Uh, they're still winning. They're still here. Well, in some ways, I, I just kind of look back at what the Patriots did, and not all franchises all the same, and not every game plan is the same. But I just remember Tom Brady and the Patriots. And I feel like Tom Brady was like, I got a pretty good defense. I can lean on these guys. Right. Patrick Mahomes kind of getting the same thought of, hey, I got a defense. I can lean right. on these guys. And that's what, you know, Mahomes doesn't get enough credit for as aggressive and as he's in the postseason. I know he gets credit for being great. Yeah. But, but for not losing games for his team, maybe the Cincinnati before the half, you go back in that playoff where there was a little, maybe a little too much cockiness, whatever, but they still had chances. But but he doesn't he doesn't fumble in the wrong spot or throw the pick of the, at least not in the postseason. I mean, nobody's perfect, right? So those things can still happen. But, yes, this time I think he has, just like Brady. Hey, Brady? He didn't have, you know, he had Randy Moss one year and I think a Deion Branch, but he didn't yeah. have great receivers, Hall of Fame receivers when you you go down the line. So know what you have around you, if it's dumping it off to Pacheco, if it's scrambling here and there. And I think the other thing, too, at least from what I know, the, he's healthier than, than he's been, which I think, you know, he this we could see a whole different kind of game from Mahomes in this one. He might have to run more if things if his receivers aren't hanging out of the ball or they're not open downfield. What does another Super Bowl win do for Andy Reid's career with Bill Belichick, who's right now currently not being a head coach, which is still crazy to me, but it is the NFL. seems like it's getting younger, and you're taking more chances on younger coaches. So maybe that's just the, the wave of the NFL. But what does another Super Bowl title do for Andy Reid if he gets something like this done? Well, I think he's already uh, a Hall of Fame coach, and, and obviously getting that Super Bowl win when they beat the 49ers. And, I, again, that was part of the Fox broadcast when I was on that sideline. and <laughs> I was honored, really, to be with him that week and, and to interview him, his wife, and then and Patrick comes in. and uh, it, was a, it was a special moment that I'll just remember as, as a football fan and somebody covering uh, the league. But, uh, yeah, I think it further moves him up. I, I think right now, if you said who's the best coach in the league with Belichick out of it, I, I, I think, you know, you, you'd have to go to Andy Reid at, what, six 64, 65, I think he's 65 years old. So, and somebody asked me 
after the before we got here yeah. about oh you think Andy if he wins this one he's gonna you know ride off set retire I'm like no this he, he's got Mahomes he loves what he's doing the organization likes him he's gone through some change with coaches assistant coaches and, and personnel and, and he's still doing well at, at, at what he's doing well, I mean he can coach till he's seventy I, even though it may be a younger man's game and what they're hiring out there right uh, I you know I he's one of the best of all time I don't and I think the fact that that he's done it in different ways and I thought he was really already one of those even with the Eagles you know before he got to Kansas City and then added and before he got the the Super Bowl title but that's the big measuring stick so uh, and he's been a delight to cover I mean I said he's one of those guys even in production meetings for Super Bowl he'll talk to you uh, all day and then you leave and you go wait a minute he didn't really tell us anything we talked about cheeseburgers and you know how Mahomes is this and how you know this uh, Kelsey does that like, these commercials yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He, he knows how to handle the he knows how to handle us and he's buddy buddy with everybody in our meetings and, and the broadcast crew he's just very likable but i you know he's a he's a lifer you know you have been all sports and that's what andy is and so yeah he can change his mind over time uh but uh we the league needs him now with with guys like Pete carroll and, and bill belichick you know out and I, and I hope young guys do well like you know when sean mcveigh got hired in the tree and kyle shanahan and all that uh but but he's a he's a delight it's amazing what he's been been able to do with mahomes and how he lets mahomes be mahomes switching over to the san francisco 49ers at the beginning of the year i thought san fran overall has the talent to get to a Super Bowl. Well, they had a rally to beat Green Bay. They had a rally to uh, get to this point in the most recent game against the Detroit Lions. And I think you saw that. I think some people are like, all right, there's a little bit of doubt now with the Niners. But, I mean, let's be real. They have Christian McCaffrey. They have an offensive line that has a future Hall of Famer. They have a defense that is superb. They have Nick Bosa up front that could do some incredible things against that Chiefs offensive line. When you look at the 49ers, what's really the one thing that stands out to you about San Fran? Well, I mean, you hit on I, I think their offensive talent in all those positions, and we didn't even get to I, Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel, right? And then Kittle, who's he's not Kelsey, but he's he's next in line, in my opinion, blocking and receiving. And then check as a fullback could do some things, and McCaffrey. So to me, they're a better offense, and I think Brock Purdy's a better quarterback than Garoppolo was when they re- I realize there's only about a dozen players from both teams that remain, but these are still the same franchises. So, uh, and, and Purdy's got, got guts, you know, which it'll take against this Kansas City defense, the way they're playing. Uh, you make a good point and I, 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 about how they started out the opposite of the Chiefs. Everybody was believing in the four. Oh, they're the number one seed. They're going to roll, and they destroyed, you know, teams like Dallas, or mm-hmm. and then the Ravens beat them, and they're like, oh and then uh, the two games in the playoffs, they won them, but they were run on. They were, you know, you, you, you this defense usually, uh, statistically during the year you couldn't run the ball on him uh, the lions ran through him even even green bay that game plan worked so i wonder if casey will will do that that would concern me a little bit about this but um I, you know and kyle shanahan you know he's he was there in atlanta as the offensive coordinator when it got away and he had the lead against the chiefs when it got away the last time as the <laughs> as the head coach of the niners so i i think there's something special in, in it in it for him uh but i i think they're the best of of the nfc and i think their defense needed and i heard i think it was Kittle who said, you know, we almost needed the wake-up call because during the year we won by double-digit scores a lot. And then in the playoffs, like, whoa, so people come in here and kick our butt. We, we need to play our best football. Their defense needs to play bigger and better Sunday if they hope to win. All right. Well, maybe that was just one of the keys that you brought up right there. So do you have a prediction? 
Well, I, I'm leaning. I'll I'll say this. I'm leaning 49ers for the offensive weapons we talked about. Okay. Uh, but I think the Chiefs have shown they can win with defense, and I, I think it's going to be a very low scoring first half, and then some things are going to are going to break loose. If if I'm the Niners, okay, you know, I I stay with my run game until Purdy's comfortable because I love what Spagnuolo can do with the how he'll how he approaches this. I can't wait to see it. You know, it's <laughs> it's like a, you know you you're opening up a package. You're like, oh. Wow, we're going to do this this week. So, uh, and, and look, teams try and I take you know Kelsey away. I would start with that. I would, you know, everybody says just somebody else beat me. Uh, let them, you know, if, if if they're going to if they're going to beat me, and they better do that. If if Kelsey just gets a little momentum, I mean, that, Mahomes it seems to make everybody feel a little bit better. And this is a field goal game. The Chiefs have the better place kicker. The rookie for the 49ers, you know, that's that would concern me if I was somebody uh, on the San Francisco sideline. Okay. I have to ask, as I have years, as you've done so many different things, as a Super Bowl number one. Yeah, that that would be, and I, when I started in, in radio and then in local TV, any job I had, and my mentality was, even if it wasn't a great assignment, hey, you know, I'd say to myself, every night's the, the Super Bowl. In fact, <laughs> people at work would tease me, all right, Chris, get over it. But uh, and, and that and that, that approach, so, and you hear, a Super Bowl of the dog show, a Super Bowl of NASCAR, whatever, it's, it's it. And so all the things that I've covered, especially for the network broadcasting it, uh, to be there when the anthem plays, when they kick it off to, to be around guys like Brady and Mahomes and, uh, you know, uh, Mike Tomlin and Roethlisberger going back through the, the history of some of the games that we've had, going back Donovan McNabb and the Eagles with Andy on that sideline. Uh, it, it, it's, it's it. There's a reason that it's become even bigger, and every year it gets better. And, it, look, Vegas always puts on a big show. This is the, the, the big show in sports in the right place, too. Yeah, I'm, I really am looking forward to the more here in Vegas. I, I really yeah. do. The media party last night, everything about it has been great. Before I get you out of here, Low T, talk about it. Yeah, I just guys, uh, uh, when they get in their 30s, uh, muscle mass goes down a little. You lose some energy. It's testosterone, even if you eat right and exercise. So uh, Low T, the Low T Center, and go to lowtcenter.com uh, to get your testosterone checked. Women too, but but especially men with the muscle mass in their 30s and beyond. If you're feeling a little bit of a lack of energy or the sex drive, even some depression, uh, they'll tell you right away what you need. And it's medically monitored, and most health health providers, health insurance, cover it. And so I encourage people to go to uh, lowtcenter.com, find a place near you uh, so that you're at least tested so that you're getting your best energy to be able to be at your best. Chris, a pleasure. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, this was enjoyable. All right, good luck. All right. Thank you so much. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Chris Myers, you too. Chris Myers here with Fox Sports here on uh, The Pulse. All right. Thank you so much, guys. That was terrific. Chris was fantastic. No surprise, guys. Been doing this for a long, long time. He is a pro's pro. That is for sure. All right, that does it for hour number one here from Super Bowl 58 Radio Row. It's brought to you by Davis Looker Outlet and Pinnacle Homes. When we come back, rising and falling, after that, we will play our interview from earlier today, which is pretty darn cool. I'm really psyched about it. Coming up, it's Jeff Darlington with ESPN, and then Sean Merriman is going to be here as well. That's all coming away in hour number two here on The Pulse. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.